What if you don't need to live in pain and suffering? What if you could give up your karma and have a life of abundance and joy? What if you could start creating magic and miracles that you never thought were possible? Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is you. Now, here's the host of Creating Abundance with Ease radio show, Dr. Helen Gitlovich. Welcome. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease, and today our show is Out of Control with our amazing <laughs> guest, Rachel Silb. What is control? How does it affect you? When you let go of resisting and reacting or aligning and agreeing, you can then change the insane points of view, of which many are hidden. And seriously, what is control? It's limitations. You're invited to let go of your mind and welcome the space of possibility. And here's Rachel Silber, who is a wonder, wonder, a facilitator, which is interesting, a facilitator of possibilities, speaker, author, change maker, friend, wife, and mom. She's been facilitating excess consciousness tools since 2011 and is grateful for every moment with the weird and wacky tools that she loves so much. So, Rachel, welcome to the Out of Control. <clears throat> That's pretty much sums it up, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. And you're one of my favorite people to be out of control with. And one of the, not just one of my favorite people to be out of control with, but one of the people who has so much allowance for me being me, that even when I step into being very controlled, you kind of look at me funny and you go, is that really you being you when you do that? <laughs> and then it invites me back to the, the joyful um, silliness, yeah. which by the way, silly, I'm just going to say, because I love, and I've been playing with the word facilitating, to facilitate is to lighten up, to make mm -hmm. light. And a, a jester or you know anyone that's meant to lighten things up kind of turns things on their heads. So rather than having them look a particular way, you look at them from a different perspective. You find the humor in it. I mean, hence perverse sense of humor or just being willing to laugh at yourself or being willing to laugh at anything. And with that laughter, you're far less controlled. You're far more able to change anything that's not working for you. And you may even be a little bit happier than you realize. And actually silly comes from the old English happy, fortuitous and prosperous, which I kind of like. So silly it. works really well for me. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's actually reminds me of one episode in my life when my daughter, whose name is also Rachel, was five years old and she was totally out of control as kids are. And I was totally in the control. I had to control her. As really good mommies are. Exactly. I didn't have the tools <laughs> of access at that time. And I was getting angrier and angrier and angrier. The five-year-old, I mean, give me a break. <laughs> she would not wear her socks. And she looks at me and I was like, ah, started kind of like raising my voice. And she looks at me and like, mom. You look silly when you're angry. 
and I burst laughing. And that kind of like diffused the whole situation because it was funny. Yeah, I had a situation like that where I was the kid and I actually like viscerally remember this. Um, my mother, you know, good mom, she does good mom really, really well. So she's always trying to get things right. My father was in the military at the time because we lived in Israel and every year, one month out of the year, every adult male goes to the army. It's kind of like a have to. And so he was there and his month away. And um, good thing, I suppose they have this thing, absence makes the heart grow stronger. But there were all sorts of like alarms and alerts. And my mother was going nuts. And she had an older kid, my older brother, who's like seven years older. He was off doing his own like teenagery thing. And um, my younger brother and I, she was bathing. And I don't know, we were just being silly. We were being playful. We were being kids, you know, with yeah, yeah. these things didn't mean very much to us. We were being out of control and we were being really playful. And my mother at some point said, yeah, you know, like, shut up. <laughs> you are coming. The, the words in Hebrew, the, the exact translation is you are coming out of my nose, which is like, essentially, <laughs> I've had enough of you. But the words in Hebrew are, you are literally coming out of my nose, like I've had it up to here. And I stopped. And I just kind of looked at her. I looked at her nose. I looked at us. And I said, but it's so small. How could we come out of there? And that <laughs> melted her and changed the energy entirely. And I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just like, literally like, is this a literal thing of coming out of your nose? It just doesn't make any sense to me. It was very funny, but it totally changed the energy. Right. Because kids do not get the metaphor a lot of times. They're very literal, and to them, everything is funny. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Amen. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you. When, when we're willing to look at that funny aspect, yeah. the, the joyful aspect, that silly aspect, that being willing to take everything with a grain of salt or, or look at it from a different perspective, that's freedom, you know, not having more to be than, stuck. More than that, it's actually... If you think about it, it's getting out of control, not making anything significant. Yeah. Nothing is important. With kids, like, I don't remember myself being a kid. That's the thing. It seems like I grew up very fast, uh, especially in the situation I was in. But looking at my daughter growing up and how nothing was serious to her, just like my anger, it was like, you look silly. And they would state exactly what is. They're aware. They kind of like look at the world totally different than the adults who have, I guess, throughout our lives, we pick up points of view and they become the filters yeah. that we look through. So we no longer actually see what's there we see what's kind of like if we have a gray filter, everything yep. looks gray. If yeah. we have <clears throat> yellow filter, everything is yellow. If, if we, we have shit covering our glasses, then everything looks like shit. Or yeah. if we have sparkles and glitter and, you know, possibilities, we see that out in the world too. Exactly. And it's amazing 
you know, so what would it be like if we were willing to be filterless I wonder. and see what is? I wonder, um, because it's pretty much like that joke about a young couple. I don't know if you remember that. I probably said Yes. That. Oh, I love this one. Please tell it. I love this. Uh, the young couple moves into a new home and they have a neighbor who does her laundry every single morning. And so the wife, they have breakfast every morning and they look out and every morning for a whole month, a wife tells her husband, wow, this lady doesn't know how to do her laundry. It's always gray. Maybe she needs to do something different. And he's like, he's quiet. He doesn't say anything. And then one morning, maybe a month or two months later, she looks out and is like, oh my God, did you tell her how to do the laundry? Because her laundry is totally, totally clean. It's so white. It's so beautiful. He looks at her and is like, I just washed our windows. Yeah. That's just simple. It's like we look through dirt, through our experiences. Well, it's not dirt, but a lot of it is. A lot of yeah. It is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And we think that it's it's the right, good, perfect, and the correct way to be. Look, out of control is being willing to see what works for you. Because just control is fitting in. And what works for you and what would you like to look at and what would you like to create is, is something entirely different than those dirty windows of this reality. And it's funny that you said windows. I knew that was coming, but it just kind of landed in a different way because it's one of my favorite stories that you tell. And I, I like that one. I um, because it's kind of illustrates how we look at the world. Yeah. So looking at the world the way it is or are we looking through the prism of our experiences exactly and that they say the eyes are the windows to the soul well okay so we don't have to speak about it you know metaphysically like that it's it's you the being you're looking out through a filter through the eyes mm -hmm. of different points of use through decisions that you've taken on through conclusions that you've bought as real and true through perhaps somebody else's right answers whatever those may be but they're not what you know is true for you and you are so busy looking out and looking to to try to navigate your life and living according to what um, everyone else has or what everyone else would like then then actually looking within and knowing what's true for you and being willing to be that exactly being willing to be us with no points of view, with no judgment. And um, in today's ref reference material, I think the reading was that it's like all of it is just limitations that we put on ourselves. Yeah. When Entirely. we are not willing to be us, we cannot change the world. We're pretty much functioning from that tiny little, what we created as us, but it's not. Yeah. It's just a little something that we've decided that people will like. Cause well, because how much are we refusing to be? How much are we refusing to choose? How much are we even refusing to entertain as a possibility when we're so busy looking at what it is that 
other people desire, what it is that quote unquote works in this reality, what is it that seems realistic enough for other people. And all of this, oh, you've got to get real here. You know, like when you're five years old and you're going to school and they tell you, you know, buckle in and, you know, <laughs> buckle in and get ready for the ride because, you know, you got to get realistic here. And there is no lightness in that gravity, in that seriousness, in that projection of what they tell you is life and living. It's like a one-way, uh, my daughter sings highway to hell. It's like that, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and it's not this meandering, joyful, hmm, I wonder what I'd like to explore, what I'd like to create, where I'd like to soar. What do I know that's true for me? And all of that goes right out the window when we're so busy trying to get on that highway to hell or some, it may not be hell for anybody else. It may be just your own personal thing to try to contract yourself to fit into somebody else's concept of what life and living is. Well, where are you? Somebody else's uh, concept of life and living. A lot of times it's a concept of what we are supposed to be. Yeah. And it's time, time flies. Uh, it's our time for the first break of the show. And you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Is with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. We'll be back. <laughs> Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead. By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome forward, everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich. <laughs> I'm creating abundance with ease. And today our show topic is out of control with guest Rachel Silver, who is an amazing facilitator of excess consciousness. And my friend, 
and just amazing person. And by the way, you're also my my playmate in uh, the Being You Without Hiding Facebook group where we've been running out of control clearings for the past 22 days. So this whole topic of being out of control has been very much in our faces. Now, one of the things that I, I've been really gifted with uh, through being willing to be out of control is recognizing that it is stepping out of the comfort zone. Yeah. Tremendously. And I just want to clarify for some people because some people think of out of control is somebody who is drunk and disorderly yeah. and creating havoc. It's not. Totally not. Because whatever that is, it's not being out of control. It's actually being controlled by this reality. Exactly. And trying to resist and react to it rather than just going, mm, not relevant and choosing what works for you. So It's actually interesting to introduce the tool of this week because we usually give a tool to use uh, this week for people who are listening to us. And that's kind of like, Everything is opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is opposite of what it appears to be. That is a phrase that gets you out of control. Sure does. But, and as I said, it's not being disorderly, but it's being yourself, being the space of you. And when you start repeating that phrase, almost like a mantra, though it's not a mantra, it's called crazy phrase, it helps to stop the monkey mind that always tells us and the logical mind that tells us that we are wrong, all the judgments, all the stuff that's not working. It's just everything is opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is opposite of what it appears to be. And beyond that, because that is truly one of my very, very favorite tools in access, you know that I, <laughs> I tend to use it a lot. We run it every single day when we run that out of control clearings. But what I love about it is that it is literally your invitation to take something that you're looking at. And I've got my fingers in front of my face for anyone who's just listening to it on a podcast later and to flip it and to rotate it and to look at it from a different place. It is almost like you're changing the polarity, you're changing the filter that we were talking about before, looking at things through a particular filter. Well, this way you're flipping it and you're flipping it and you're flipping it. Because if you have a particular perspective about something, about being a parent, for example, about, I mean, like for example, for me, when I tried to get being a mother right, I would stress out. I would freak out. I would fight with my husband. I would fight with my kids. I would fight with my mother. I still do that sometimes, but you know, that's, yeah, that's like a whole other thing. Contracted, like so small. Contracted, compressed, feeling yucky, feeling guilty, staying in all that, you know, stuff that's just running and com compacting and contracting my body and repeating and looping in my head and, and just going into guilt and feeling ashamed and all of this stuff that's not really who we be. It distracts us from who we be. When I got the gift of, okay, well, what if I could be a terrible parent? Rather than, you know, try to be the greatest parent, I could be the most terrible 
person on the planet or the most terrible. Um, and terrible is an interesting definition. I encourage you guys to have a peek and look at that at what's available with the word terrible. It isn't necessarily bad, but it's, you know, when you're willing to be anything, then you can actually function not from resisting something, but from the being willing to be any energy that's required. And there is so much more relaxation and so much more ease. And that's exactly what's not available when we're trying to control everything, to micromanage every single aspect of the universe, to try to get everything right and to try to get all our ducks in a row. Well, ducks like to move kind of like kittens, very hard to get them in a row. Maybe if they want to swim after mama duck, they'll go in the line. But I've been to places where I've seen ducks go and sometimes they're in a line and oftentimes they also go adventure out and see what else is around. One that will go to the side. (laughs) That's the the duckanoid. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And with all those like definitions and actually looking like um, we always look at the perfection, like the right choice, the correct choice to be the good mom, the correct mom, the kind of like, or good person, nice person. But looking at everything is opposite of what it appears to be. Like you said, what I, what if I be the terrible person? In a way, we already judged ourselves to be a terrible person or terrible mom or, or awful or something. We already judged it subconsciously. It just, when we acknowledge what is, it's just like looking through the filter. Like we're looking through the filter, I'm terrible, while trying to be good. Yeah. And then you don't get to be either one of those because you're so busy trying to defend against being terrible and trying to make sure that nobody will ever accuse you of that and trying to make sure that nobody will ever say you can hurt anybody again or whatever. You're cutting off half of yourself. Sometimes more than half. Sometimes it's like you leave like 1% of you. Yeah. Because you were reading something today in the reference materials that was about being potent. If you're willing to be that, that potent, you know, that is being out of control rather than, Mm -hmm. you know, being pathetic and literally folding yourself to everyone by everybody else. Like you're, you're pretty much allowing everybody to control you when you're pathetic. You've got, you've got those puppet strings. You've seen those marionettes, right? And, mm-hmm. and they're all tied up. And those are your points of control, whatever they are. And somebody else is always in charge of you, your life, your living. Yeah. And it isn't about... Um, it is, yeah. what, sorry. Okay. <laughs> we that kind of like examples of who is controlling you, your spouse, your boss, your children, yeah. your parents. Everybody. And sometimes even the stories in your head, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's, uh, you know, having gone through therapy and all that kind of stuff and periodically still I'll find an old program, an old story that's running through my head. And I find that I allow that story or that limitation or that point of view, whatever that fixed point of view is to be bigger, greater, more real than my ability to choose something different. And today it was really funny. I was looking at, I have some cards 
that have different access questions and things on them. And I don't generally touch them, but my daughter was looking at them last night and set them on my bedside table. And so this morning, uh, before I took her to school, I was like, okay, well, let me pull something out for me. And the card that I got was, who would you be if you were willing to let go of your past? Now, how can uncontrollable would you be when you're willing to let go of the definitions, you're willing to let go of your, um, quote unquote, not disappointing anybody in your family, you're willing to let go of your culture, your gender, your age, your what people think is appropriate, what they've already determined, or diagnosed or concluded for you. And instead of having that as your end all and be all, you let it go. You just say, you know what, I've been carrying this stuff for a very long time. It's been clouding up my vision with these filters in place. I'm letting it go. And you can let it go and walk away, which I did by, I destroy and uncreate everything that I have been up to now. And then I put on Dr. Danes and I didn't even realize because I hadn't listened to it for quite a few months. I put on the waking up with wings um, I like program that, that he has yeah. and it's all about letting go of your past it's part of his you got this apps and mm-hmm. it was so funny it's just a few minutes and it was all clearings to let go of your past and I thought wow that is so timely my body knew exactly which to pick out exactly what to let go of because we use the past to control us so that we don't create a different future and we keep repeating the past That's the definition of insanity, when you do the same thing and expect different results. So when we actually get rid of the past, as you said, stop ourselves from being who we are or who we were, let's say yesterday, a thousand years ago or whatever, what will we choose? Because at that moment, everything is blank. And in today's reading was actually interesting because a lot of people don't know how to function in that space. Yeah. They have to have somebody tell them what to do, tell them who they are, kind of like controlling them because they so, are not willing to be out of control. Yeah. So that's actually a really funny thing. My daughter's looking at changing schools to a different school in the United States. Um, The school that she's in right now is very, it's got its form, its structure, its way of working. They also allow the kids to be very self-oriented. The guide, it's not even a teacher, it's a guide or a facilitator, you could say, gives the kids space to do all sorts of things, whatever it is that they'd like to create. Had you, had I been in a school like that growing up, I would have probably flourished. For my daughter, though, she is looking for someone to give her exactly what are the parameters, what are the limitations, what are the lines that she cannot cross, and she's grown up with access tools since she was four years old. She knows the tools. She's just still going, I'm going to stick a foot into this reality and plant it in there so that it is there good and strong, you know, and I'm willing to be limited. And one of the things for me as a parent is to recognize that I being out of control is also allowing her to choose what it is that works for her and to honor what it is that works for her while honoring me with what works for me. Yeah, because being controlled and being in this reality is just a choice. Yep. And if it works for people, fine. 
that's what kind of like being us is and giving up the judgment. Wow, it's time to, for our second break of the show. It's amazing. Um, you've been uh, talking about being out of control, controlled and we still controlled by time, which is not even real. So you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Is with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlevich on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we'll keep talking about being out of control, controlled, all of those definitions and judgments. And we will be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Magic and abundance are everywhere. What if you could tap into abundance and start creating your life with complete and total ease? Working with Dr. Helen Gitlovich will give you exactly that, total ease in creating abundance in your life. Dr. Gitlovich creates classes all over the world, both in person and online. She works with you to create abundance with your money, with your body, with your relationships, with all areas of your life, with total ease. Connect with Dr. Helen Gitlovich at creatingabundancewithease.com. Her contribution in your world will be a noticeable gift in a very short period of time. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today... We have amazing guest, Rachel Silber, with the topic of outer control. And before we went on the break, we were talking about being controlled, not being controlled, schools, all those definitions of who we are, what we are, and what if all the coulda, shoulda, what is <laughs> exactly, and how much it limits us. So, with all of that, um, as Rachel said, we are doing out-of-control clearings that you can join us in the group, being you without hiding. There are a lot of classes going on, uh, foundation, body classes, access consciousness classes, being you classes that you can find on both Rachel and my website. And Rachel, I think you said that you're going to have a gift for some of our uh, listeners or who will be watching later on, but just for this week until I would say March, let's say till next show, 
March 10th. Oh, really? I was just going to say till this weekend, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> out of control, whatever. <laughs> I was thinking if they contact me, um, whether by email or on um, Facebook or Instagram or whichever, uh, whoever contacts me this week, um, but it could be till the next show, that that works. Uh, I will gladly gift, but you know what? I'm going to cut it off on March 9th because March 10th, my family arrives ah. <laughs> and it's going to be really out of control. So I won't be able to attend, but if you contact me prior to March 9th um, and you let me know that you listen to Helen's show, um, I will gladly gift a 15 minute symphony session, which is a lot of fun, actually, tapping into energy and being willing to be out of control, out of definition, out of form and structure and logic and cognition and all of that, tapping into the energy and playing. Um, and it is one of my favorite kind of spaces to be in. And I invite you to play with me. 15-minute session for you if you contact me. Yeah, I love that. And uh, for people who are not familiar with symphony sessions, you can go to Access Consciousness and find out more. It's pretty much energy that symphony of possibilities where you can change everything and anything just if by you're willing. Asking. If you're willing, just <laughs> by asking. But if you're asking, you're actually willing, right? Well, not necessarily. Uh, there have been times where I've noticed even that I've asked for things or I've quote unquote desired to change things, but somehow there is this seductive, this seductive familiarity of that compression, of that limitation, of that. That's why control. so many people hold on to that. Yeah, control of a postage stamp, you know, like really super teeny tiny life. But, you know, they can handle cleaning that. Like it made me laugh and laugh in recognition when I'd hear Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, speak about, you know, there are people who just prefer to live in a really tiny small house. They're not willing to move on to a mansion or they're not willing to have multiple homes in different areas because that is too difficult for them to control. So how many places are we limiting what we could be having and choosing and enjoying by all the controls of, no, this isn't practical. No, I wouldn't be able to control it. I wouldn't even know who'd begin to clean it or watch it or, you know, or whatever other points of view we kind of slather on top. And we do all of that. And, and this is just speaking about homes, but it could be about all sorts of things. But we're not allowing ourselves to have multiple pots to have our hands in and play because no, I have this one job or this one thing that I do. Well, that's being really, really controlling, really controlling when it comes to revenue streams, really controlling when it comes to receiving in general. What would out of control receiving be like? I wonder, because as we know, if we're willing to be something, we receive that. If you're not willing to be something, we are not. So if we're not willing to be out of control, how much <laughs> are we cutting off? <laughs> yeah, it's like, because <sighs> that's being totally open, like out of control, being out of the box. Yeah. Or and out of the coffin. When they're in the I... box that controls the environment, how much can come in? Because the box is actually solid. Yeah. That's but the box actually doesn't exist. It's no, really it doesn't. put that in. And, and is, um, 
it's almost like a jail sentence that we give ourselves. You know, we impose that on, on us, that we have to be like this. And we create these, like those mimes, you know, that you see sometimes on the streets of France that show you the box that they are in, you know, with their movements and their gestures and all. And you actually said believing it's there, even that you don't see it. And it takes two people to align and agree with a point of view to create a reality. Mm-hmm. You know, two people buying in. So, you know, the person who's pretending and then the person who goes, oh, poor you or oh, look at that box. And oh, how nicely you've got this little tiny box decorated. But you're not actually giving them the space to be nor the space, literally the space. You're not being space. You're being this contraction and compression and, and control. Oh, oh, I got an idea. Let's expand. I like that. Because a lot of it is we think that we are certain size. And my invitation right now, just um, just ask yourself, where are you? Are you in your head? Are you in your body? Are you outside your body? Kind of like where you're starting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this moment, I'm actually kind of like bigger than my body, which is yeah, we're supposed to be. Because our body, physical body, is definitely smaller than our um, being. But at the same time, our embodiment is as big as a being. Because yeah. we forget that physical body is just one part of our embodiment. It's much more because we have energetic body, auric body, so many bodies that go into infinity. And that play with everything that's around us, like the painting behind me or the mm-hmm. leaves that are outside and the trees that are rustling or anything. It's it's all the, the floor that I'm on, the clothes that I'm wearing. It's all part of embodiment if we're willing to um, yeah. to include. Well, it's there. Yeah, whether or not we receive from it, that's 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 up to how controlling we are about what we're willing to receive or or what we aren't. And you know, Helen, as you were saying, expand. Remember, you mentioned earlier about definitions and that the mm-hmm. definitions um, of what we have to be as a parent, as a daughter, as a as a you know good upstanding citizen, or you know whatever else, all those definitions are exactly what's controlling us. And what you said, I think it was at the beginning of the show, or maybe it was prior to beginning streaming, you said lower your barriers. I find that when we lower barriers, when we lower these concepts, these constructs of who we think we are, what we think is, quote unquote, outside or inside or all of that, we let all of those definitions go down. Naturally, we relax and expand and ease into being. Yeah. And so that's kind of like my invitation right now. Just drop your barriers and just allow yourself to go out in all directions. Because some people get confused, expand, what is that? Just go in all directions, like a sphere. And see if you can touch the walls of the room that you're in and then go out even more like 10 miles, thousand miles. And believe me, you're already there. And like, how do I go that fast? It's like, yep. And then make yourself as big as earth and bigger. 
include our planet as part of you because that's what it is yeah and we have a clearing statement in access consciousness which uh i kind of used in some of the shows and it's pretty much a magic phrase and you can go to access consciousness website to find out more or the website, theclearingstatement.com. And it explains how it works, what it means. But for the purpose of today, it's pretty much we are getting out of polarity, right and wrong, good and bad. Uh, Pac is point of creation, pod is point of destruction. All nine is nine layers of stuff or the definition was meaningful, etc. Shorts is a short speak. And kind of like beyond anything beyond limitation beyond imagination that limits us and i'm just going to add that that clearing statement in and out of itself just by itself if you get nothing else out of today's show that clearing statement is something that takes you out of the cognitive logical linear of course, there's also uh, the the non-mantra, the, the crazy <laughs> phrase, uh, which I absolutely love. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. And nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be, which just flips your perspective so that you can see something from a different kind of point of view. Um, but this clearing statement is an invitation to get beyond this and to look for the magic that's around you everywhere in every possibility in the in the chaos that's that the world is that creation is that the big bang was you know it's everything yeah and you don't even need to remember the whole phrase you can just remember puck and pot point of creation point of destruction or and you can, you can do it like a funky chicken like my mother does puck and pot puck and pot puck and pot it works too it works anything works even saying whatever helen or whatever rachel said or Gary yeah. or Dane, whoever is choice of possibilities is. Yep. And we're going to run one of the, um, at least one of my favorite clearings. <laughs> it's, it's the original, <laughs> but with a twist. <laughs> with a little twist. So would you like to run the clearing? I would love to. So what energy, what space, what consciousness, what choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities beyond this reality, can you and your body be to be out of control, out of limitation, out of definition, out of form, structure, and significance, out of linearities, and out of concentricities with total ease, joy, and glory for all eternity? And everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it all, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's wow. one of the clearings that we run when we're in the Facebook uh, group, the Being You Without Hiding, and we do our clearings there. Um, but it is an invitation to being the truth of you, which isn't containable or confinable or limited. Nope. And it's a good place to go on the break. And it's our third and final break of the show. And you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlerich on Inspired Choices Network. 
and we will be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome forward, everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich. I'm creating abundance with ease. And today our show topic is out of control with our amazing guest, Rachel Silver. And did you notice I said, welcome forward instead of I was going to say that too is very much out of control and creating your version of reality rather than everybody else who attempts to recreate that past as we spoke about earlier I love that any time when we look at to the past either not to repeat the old mistake I I can't stand that it's like every time when people say oh, we have to learn from our past. We have to change our past. It's all looking to the past and trying to change the past. To me, it's like driving in a car and looking in the rear side view mirror constantly instead of looking forward. It's just an invitation to get into the car accident. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. It takes your eyes off of future and off of possibilities and keeps it fixated on, uh, there was another joke that you would tell sometimes about uh, someone who was uh, trying to put a bandage, some drunk guy who was trying to put a bandage on himself um, so that his wife wouldn't know that he was out drinking or whatever. And But he put it on the mirror, on the reflection, on the mirror, rather than on himself so the wife knew he was, he was out um, drinking. But it's a lot like that. We try to fix what was, what's an illusion at that point, because it's already gone. You know, it's, it's over, it's done with. And one of the things I love about the clearing statement is that when we're willing to change now, whatever it is that we're willing to change now, it actually goes back and changes how we functioned previously. And it's really, really cool to have that ability to, it doesn't like, oh my God, I'm going to murder someone and then they're going to come back to life and everything's going to be cool. No, I mean, we come on. <laughs> well, I but, wish, well, some people actually wish. Yeah, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose. But it's this, you can undo that charge that keeps you recreating the same thing over and over. Wearing different, I don't know if you've ever seen people who have a relationship with one person 
and then they break up and they have a relationship with someone else thinking, oh, this can be totally different, but it's a recreation of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> a replica. Like yeah. seriously, it's just a replica of the other person, different clothes, but same insides. And Rather than I've looking forward. Yeah, I've done it. Pretty much all my life, I was dating my father in a way. Uh, that was totally insane and uh, kind of like trying to help and cure and yeah. Uh, yeah. The, but that's the, following definitions and expectations, which keeps you very tied down and controlled to what will please everybody else. Oh, God, yeah. And that's, what are my roles? What am I supposed to be? And all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, take you out of you and out of the possibilities and the gifts that you can bring to the world I love what you said because when we're looking to somebody else to tell us who we are pretty much based on their judgments of how they want to see us how they want us to behave and then we acted out thinking that we are that it's not and what I found with me, I'm not sure about anybody else, but I'm just saying, I can say only about me. Every time I would do that, I would feel heavier and heavier and much more unhappy to the point of depression. Compressed, contracted, stressed. And depressed. <laughs> and yeah. Think about Possibly depression. even devastated. I mean, what do yeah. you create? in your life and living when you're living for everyone else and you leave yourself behind. I kind of like just uh, realized the depression, like the disease, it's you being contracted, pressed by something else. It's pretty much keeping you small and controlled and pathetic instead of you just saying, okay, you know what? I no longer desire to be depressed. And a lot of people look for the how to get out of it, but it isn't a how. It's just the willingness to every day look for what's giving you a sense of ease, a sense of space, a sense of joy, a sense of wonder. Whatever it is, could be a question, could be smelling a flower. Yeah, anything. It's flipping that. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. You could be on the stairway to heaven or the highway to hell. It's which point of view are you going for? (laughs) Flip it. And then flip it. And a lot of times that crazy phrase, everything is opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is opposite of what it appears to be. Literally takes people out of the depression like break the cycle because depression is just a cycle of judging and continuous judging and continuous judging and continuous judging. And it's judging with somebody else's story yeah. out of somebody else's lies or things that work for them, but are not relevant for you. So, and I'm just saying, you don't have to believe us. You don't have to trust us. You don't have, just use the tool use it see how it works for you and it's not like you say it once it's a magic pill and it's done no it's about choosing it every day maybe saying 10 times maybe saying 100 times sometimes like there are some days where the situation is kind of like interesting and I have interesting points of view that 
it takes me a hundred times to get out of that point of view by saying that a hundred times mantra, a hundred times crazy phrase, and maybe some other tools, especially who does it belong to, which we talked last week, and just allowing ourselves to be true to us. It's, and I'm so grateful for you joining me. And Rachel, can you tell people where to find you? I know it's going to be in the list, but I would like them to kind of like know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Joy of Being. That's my business page. You be joy, joy of being. I think you be joys on Instagram. There is a link tree. Um, forward slash Rachel Silber, and you can find all the different ways of contacting um, me and connecting with me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, also my personal profile, the Being You Without Hiding Facebook group. I'm on the Access Consciousness website. So lots of different ways to contact me. Um, yeah. And you can use any or all of them. <laughs> and thank you so <laughs> much for having me play with you today, Helen. I'm yeah. really, really grateful. Thank you. We have Especially with this topic. <laughs> right. Any classes coming up? For me, not specifically at the moment. In the month of March, I'm going to have my family on and full on. And so mid-April, I lift my head back up and there you go. And uh, towards the second part of April, I'll be facilitating being you classes because that is my favorite aspect of the tools of access consciousness, giving you the space to be all of you be present be grateful be vulnerable be yeah and i'm so grateful i'm actually facilitating foundation starting this weekend on friday uh march 5th through 8th and uh, i'm going to be doing a pop party of possibilities for global foundation at the end yeah, of me too yeah. yeah so you can join either me in Buffalo Grove, which is Chicago area, or in Guatemala with Rachel, <laughs> uh, or live in Mexico with uh, our wonderful founder, Gary Douglas. And you can find more classes kind of like around the world, hopefully when the world opens up. <laughs> and so grateful for everyone that's been listening to this show, everyone that will be listening in the future or watching this. And you can find me um, pretty much on Instagram, on Facebook, Helen Gitlevich, or Creating Abundance with Ease, YouTube. And you can subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Next week will be show Orgasmic Life or Life of Suffering. And uh -huh. <laughs> thank you, bye thank bye. you, thank, thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen to Creating Abundance with Ease radio show. Dr. Helen Gitlovich will return next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have fun using the tools of the week in your life and start creating magic in your life and your body.